All right. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. 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 Oh my God. Welcome, Ari. Okay, so everyone listening, this season we're doing something fun and fresh. We're having guests. And Ari, you are literally our first guest. How does it feel? <laughs> I'm so honored, honestly. Dude, so are you excited to like just like spill the beans and like so excited. private listeners? <laughs> no, I'm so excited, kind of nervous, but we're um, gonna be getting into the thick of it. It's gonna be a tell-all, Ari. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. I'm gonna like prompt people like if you want to know Ari Torzani's entire life, tune in. <laughs> Okay. I have my rosé ready on hand, so... Y'all should know... to make, like, like, those dramatic cuts <laughs> with the music. No, I wish I was, like, a little good at... Like, a little better at editing where I could make, like, a dramatic-ass trailer of, like, Ari's answer. <laughs> like, so... Dude, I'm not shit, though. Like, I don't know. No, Ari, you want to tea this morning? So I went um to the farmer's market with the two guys that I told you, my friends from high school. I'm not going to name mm-hmm. them. But I was like, okay, guys, like, I have to go back. I'm, like, interviewing Ari. And then they're like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, is there anything, like, you would want me to ask her as an audience member? And they dead ass were like, no, dead ass. I want to know this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, I'll really? ask her. I shit you not, bitch. People are watching you. You add the questions uh, to the list. <laughs> to a good okay. like, on the list. So I was like, okay, I, I know what to ask. <laughs> okay, shit. Okay. I know, Ari. As well, or... Huh? It doesn't work like us. Okay. No, not at all. We're not PG. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, honestly, let's get into it. So first and foremost, like, this is Ariana Torzani. If you're Torzani, sorry. If you're listening and you don't know her, um, she's one of my best friends from literally childhood. And um, I'm gonna honestly let Ari do her own intro and like go off about who she is and her significance to us. <laughs> go off Ari like who I am like as a person or our relationship like literally get just like who are you yeah how do you know us things like what when where how yeah (laughs) well born and raised Folsom California uh that's where I met you beautiful people but um I don't know yeah yeah I do everything have done everything (laughs) um I social media (laughs) I'm on TikTok Instagram uh live in LA now I'm in grad school to be a therapist so oh my god I it would be a long intro been through pre-med wanted to go to med school didn't want that so now I'm here wait also quick question a little off track but like what how did you get to your education path? Like what made you choose to be a therapist? Um, I always liked the mental health side way more than like physical health. And so I realized I was going the med school route for my parents and I'm like, life's too short to do be like doing something I don't even like do. So yeah, as you should like go, go the route your heart desires. No, yeah, I life's too short. Exactly. I feel like me and Ari can definitely relate to the fact that like for the longest time we like wanted to do what our parents wanted us to do. Like they pretty much picked the path for us and we all, I don't think I really did like follow their path, but like I know a lot of our friends that like really just like stuck to like what their parents thought they should do. And then eventually like had that realization of like, I'm not going to do this. This is my life, like my, the rest of my life. So yeah. Yeah. But I will say it's also good that you came to that realization early because there's a lot of people who don't and they like maybe like finish med school and like go down that whole route and then just like literally hate their life. So it's definitely good that you found out early and were like, no, I'm out, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I didn't want to be put in a position where I'd be stuck in it and it'd be like too late to like change my mind. And definitely with like medical field, like there's so much blood, sweat and tears that goes into it that like, at the end of the day, like, I swear if you were in that, if you ended up as a doctor and then you hated your life, you're like, there goes literally 10 years of my life that I wasted just, like, studying for. Right. Yeah. Because it's a long, too. It's long, yeah. But, um, just, like, so that's, so a little bit about, like, how we know Ari or, like, how I, I can talk about, like, my experience meeting Ari and then Brandon. 
Um, but for me, Ari is like literally my childhood friend. Literally the first memory I have of you is Aquatic Center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when, how old were we? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, I wish I knew. Maybe I think I was in second grade. Something. Maybe. Were we still in elementary school? So babies? Oh, you guys are literally babies. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Literally. No, we were children. Like, like adolescent. Yeah. So me and Ari, like, we met at the Folsom Aquatic Center. Our parents, I think we were in the same, like, swim lesson, some class. Mm-hmm. Parents, like, parents, uh, like, became friends because they were the only other Persians. So par- Persians click, like, as soon as they know there's another Persian in town, like, they become besties. And so, yeah, that was it. I remember me and Ari literally hated each, hated each other as kids. Yeah. I was I was best friends with her older sister, and I would not speak to Ari, and Ari literally hated me. And not the second grade beef. No, we had beef <laughs> in second grade. And then I don't know what happened. Sometime in middle school, it switched when me and Ari literally just like became like combined at the hip and like just started to like do study groups together. We would go to San Francisco all the time. Like we just vibed and became best friends. And like, here we are now. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were the biggest bitch for I, absolutely no reason. I was, I was like, this girl's a bitch. Yeah. I don't like her. <laughs> I was like she's so rude such a resting bitch face and then we became best fucking friends and here we are literally still like so close literally 16 years later Ari's on the podcast (laughs) dude how crazy but yeah so that's that's my my uh my memory of Ari Brandon what about you okay so Ari I feel like we don't have like a meeting story. I've always we've always known each other. Yeah. But I feel like we went to high school together. I knew you through Malika, but I feel like the iconic moment when we became like, like besties in the test <laughs> is New Year's 2017 when Malika, Ari, and our friend Sarah was there. It was just us four, right? Mm-hmm. We went out for New Year's. We were all trying to have a good ass night. The parties were not hitting. <laughs> We were going literally house to house. Um, we show up at this house. We knock at the door, and it's some guy with his family. And we're, we like we had tequila bottles, Bacardi. <laughs> it was the funniest night. Dude. Anyway, fast forward, we're getting litty. Um, I got a little too litty. It's New Year's. I'm cacked out, blacked out. Ari and Malika are taking selfies in the bathroom. Literally, someone's running up to Malika. Um, your friend's throwing up in the bathroom. We're calling an Uber home. And I'm on the walk home from Malika's house to my house. I'm in Ari's arms. Like literally like my full weight is on Ari. And I was like, at that point, we're like, we're best friends. We're besties in the testies. We're, you're my older sister. <laughs> like, <laughs> really, really. <laughs> like all I could remember from that night was like, just trying to save you. Like you were, you couldn't even stand. Like, <laughs> And I was like, holy shit, I don't know if I can carry him myself. Like everyone, like, I don't remember who the other person was. Like one arm was around me and the other arm was, I think maybe Sarah or yeah. So that was an interesting night, but that's the first like core memory I have. (laughs) I'm like, we like didn't have like a hi, I'm Ari, hi, I'm Brandon situation. It was like, okay, let's go out for New Year's. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I think I think that memory will always go down as like one of the best ones for us and Sarah like that just was such a fun time of our lives we were so young and just did not give a flying fuck about it's also the fact that we were like two years old in the streets like (laughs) no just roaming the streets trying to find the next best thing to do (laughs) so now that looking back it's like an odd situation but like YOLO, you know, like I'm glad it's off our bucket list. As we should at that age, though. It's yeah, facts. Living our best lives. Oh my god! Well, that yeah, that was definitely I would say so fucking funny. I'm glad that that that's like your first fucking memory of Brandon is him fucking dead on the floor. Um, <laughs> but now, so like, fast forward to today, you're more into like social media and um everything so how did you get started with that and how has it impacted you thus far 
Ew, I hate that word. I'm so sorry. Loaded question. <laughs> How did you get into this world? Like, tell the people. Where did begin? Oh, right? <laughs> I mean, it's been like almost a year now since things really started getting like going, I guess. I was just like posting on TikTok, like my fitness stuff, doing little like how to build your butt and like routines like that. And so I was just like consistently making aesthetic and like routine, like workout routine videos on TikTok. And then it kept trickling, like the followers kept trickling down into my Instagram. And then one Instagram picture kind of blew up. It was a bikini picture, obviously. I mean, (laughs) actually going to be like real. No, photo. Do you have the photo? I'd like to pull it up because I want to. I want to know exactly what piece, like, like. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pinned on my Instagram. It's at like over two hundred fifty k likes or something, but. Wait, that's insane. Was your like when that happened? Were your like phone? That's it was, was your phone exploding? I have all of, yeah, I have all of my notifications turned off now. Shut and up. just because men, yeah, mental health wise, I like I don't I'm not interested in knowing like the numbers and all that shit anymore. Yeah. Oh wow. But because once you get to that point point it's like such a rush of like dopamine and like you're like holy fuck I need to like top this and it it got to the point where right now like my relationship with social media and like my profiles I realized something is not right if I'm upset that I only get like 7k likes you know what I mean or like only 10 thousand people see my story like that's not normal (laughs) like that's not normal (laughs) to be upset about that holy fuck so like you I think it's really interesting because like you actually exploded like very fast and I'm sure like I don't know like first of all how did you even get into fitness in the first place I think people really want to know like what even sparked your interest in fitness and like what happened that you started to post those was it like really just a way of like was it just a way of like relief just to post something or how did that happen you know and then yeah I'll probably get yeah no I like vividly remember I had COVID over the summer I think it was yeah I think a year ago like last summer Mm -hmm. and I remember I was like I'm like so bored I I want to I like being creative with the way I edit things together and like little fitness stuff because fitness for me is like my therapy like I need to do it no matter what I have to work out and so um just also the way I got into that was I felt really shitty about myself and the relationship I was in at the time did not help (laughs) how like my confidence at all because it just made me feel even shittier so I feel like for everyone, like during the pandemic, it was a time where everyone was like going through it, obviously with their like mental health. But, um, so yeah, I just put one video together on TikTok and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like with the music and blah, blah. And yeah, that's when I just started to consistently post because I like to, I genuinely like too. <laughs> damn so, so what what was your like um so when that first like video or that first photo went viral like what were your thoughts like were you like what the shit is going on right now <laughs> with because first it was my first tiktok that kind of took off i think it got i don't know what the views are at right now but um with that the more that other influencers kept like following me and on Instagram and TikTok is when I was like holy shit like this is actually kind of becoming a thing oh shit and so on Instagram when other like really big name people started following me is when I was like 
Okay, I'm gonna try my best to not get in over my head about this, Dude, but it was nerve wracking, honestly, because I always looked at my social media as like a creative way to like express myself and like post whatever I wanted. But the mm-hmm. more I knew name people are looking at my things is when I got really in my head about it. So do you feel like a certain pressure to like um kind of keep up like with posting? Like if you don't like maybe like one week you need like a mental health week and you don't they post or you're just like not as active that week. Do your fans like come for your neck in that week or they like are pretty respected? Um I, I mean, I definitely felt that pressure of like, holy shit, I didn't post today or I didn't like go to the gym the past four days because everything with my social media is directly linked to how often I go to the gym. And so, um, yeah, I definitely put way too much pressure on myself to meet other people's expectations of what an influencer which I would not I would not describe myself as that at all when people ask I'm just like I do social media I don't I I don't even say content creator (laughs) so yeah um I feel like now though I'm at a place where I want to keep it more of a creative thing for me rather than meeting other people's like standards of what someone at that level needs to be doing for posting well it sounds hard because you like you have social media on one hat then you have school on one hat and then you're still a person in like another hat so it's like you're you're trying to balance all these things so it it definitely sounds like a lot and I personally am like really proud that you have managed to do all three and like are still excelling in everything so it's like it's really amazing to hear like everything I also think it's really in, like an interesting call out here is like you're not letting this social media presence of yours to get to your head like you're still utilizing it as a creative outlet and you're not letting the pressures of like maintaining this like you know following or whatever get to your head because I think a lot of the times like people will gain a following and like it's like oh my god I have to act now like I'm only gonna have this like st- in quotations stardom but like we'll just say it like now like I have to like you saw like for example Addison Ray, like she started to dip herself into so many different things like she came out with a makeup line started music acting blah 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 that it started to become so inauthentic to who she was at the at the heart of it and I think you're doing a really good job of like just maintaining and like you know sticking to your authenticity of like who you are which is and why you even started posting fitness in the first place because it is at the end of the day creative for you so I think that's really really cool Um, No, yeah, especially since it's, like, more of a stress relief thing for me of, like, the fitness stuff, it got to the point where I don't want it to be, like, work. Exactly, and so that was, that was low-key, like, what I was thinking is, like, do you find, like, right now, do you find the gym still as your stress reliever, or, like, do you think, do you, well, first of all, is it motivating to go to the gym because you have to maintain this, like, you know, the content part of it, or is it more of a job? I'm like not gonna lie it got to a point where I felt forced to go for Mm -hmm. a couple months um but now I can like I can say I I'm going because I want to go and that's why I'm not posting as much I guess Mm -hmm. I used to post way more so yeah does it is it it true like do you lose followers when you like don't post yeah for sure. My engagement goes down. Like even if I post something that's not fitness related or like body related, like my followers go down. Like when I posted the protests in Iran and stuff, like I lost a shit ton of followers from that. Really? So yeah, I didn't want it to be like, I want it to be my social media, like my account and I will post whatever I want, whenever the fuck I want, you know? Dude, that's incredible. I think it's it's honestly, like, incredible that you don't let the noise get to you. Like, that's actually insane. And I feel like we don't hear that often. So literally hats off to you for that. 
Because <laughs> a lot of people get sucked in and they like don't they true to them. Oh, totally. Especially in in LA, when people like ask me what I do or and like they want to follow me on Instagram and they see my Instagram, they're like, "Why are you in school? Like, drop out of school and like start either pursue the brand stuff or like mm-hmm. make an OnlyFans. Like, why are you in school? Blah blah." blah. So. Yeah. So overall, now that you're in LA, how has that like, um, how has your experience been in LA with all of this going on in the background, including like school and and then social media as well too? Um, I mean, it's just like it's stressful because in LA, obviously, everyone is trying to get to the top and. Mm-hmm everything is like a social ladder basically and so yeah like there are times where I feel like I'm not doing enough when it comes to like the socials and everything but I don't know I feel like I'm doing okay I don't know I I know myself and I know that I need like the stability of school and having a set career for myself Mm -hmm. and to like get caught up in temporary stuff because to me it's like it's more likely to be temporary than permanent so very very interesting well I think you sound very disciplined because I feel like a lot of people do it kind of they take like a different route and I'm not here to say that that's like the good route or the bad route but like they like will go to LA to follow their dreams and like not necessarily have like that backup route or like that school route so I think that when you say that you're like oh I came to LA for school instead of specifically going for like social media I think a lot of people are like oh wow like that's like I personally think that's amazing well I didn't need to move to LA though I really didn't need to because my grad school's online like I chose the online program so I can do whatever I want like with my free time and like do it based on my schedule but um, I moved to LA cause like there was nothing left in like SAC, like Sacramento Folsom for me anymore. Like there was no reason for me to stay. So it was just a really big, like life decision that I made to just like be around like-minded people, I guess, in LA. And do you feel like since you've moved to LA, is it true that it does open up like opportunities for you? Because, you know, they say like LA is the place to go when you're when you're trying to build like a social career or um like acting or music or whatever it is but do you feel like you resonate with that I mean in some ways Mm -hmm. I do but I think you can like build your I mean I built my social media before I moved to LA you know what I mean like exactly you don't really yeah, you don't really need to move out here to do that. Mm-hmm. But I guess it also, if you're trying to like collab with someone, like, yeah, then it matters. Mm-hmm. But working with brands and stuff, you can do that from wherever you're at. You just have to put in the work. What are some... How has your... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask, um, Ari, how has your experience been with like, quote unquote, like, clout chaser friends who like want to like maybe they want to be friends with you for maybe like ulterior motives interesting yeah I mean even with people who like try to like people I don't know and they're trying to get close with me all of a sudden like I've noticed that and I'm not dumb like it but especially though with the people that I knew beforehand and how they are now like treating me I've noticed like I'm like you didn't even give me the time of day before like I'm I'm not dumb (laughs) the way I'm like laughing right now (laughs) I'm like the tea it's really frustrating because I I always keep a mental note I'm like, you did not act this way towards me before the followers and stuff. And to me, like, yeah, I love having like a platform and and whatever. I don't think I'm anywhere near like 
stardom or whatever but Mm -hmm. um still though I obviously people love to be around that and have any opportunity to get an in so yeah long story short it's like I keep a mental note of how you treated me beforehand and yeah I live my life based on that (laughs) when it comes to socializing (laughs) you're like I'll take notes Uh, (laughs) yeah I know like what is like the funniest thing that's happened to you like since you started to like gain this following like I'm like thinking of like high school people like who's like you know what's what's the funniest thing that's happened Mm, well (laughs) I don't know I can I say like the story you told me of sure but uh, people from high school yeah (laughs) Uh, no I won't name drop never but uh I mean even in my dms there have been people who are suddenly like so I only know who you are isn't that funny oh my god didn't you go to Folsom High like I did too you're like really I didn't know did someone that I said that you're no, like I was in your graduating class girl <laughs> literally it's it's pretty funny that they I I, I get offended honestly <laughs> that they think they can be like slick of suddenly acting brand new towards me so but then again like everyone was so young in high school though and like I won't I won't say like people can't change but for me personally like I'm not going to give you the time of day if you treated me like I was nobody before it's also the timing is ironic like I feel like if they wanted to have like a life change why now you know like you've always been here yeah like one specific moment like and also like of all ways like dms i feel like is very like impersonal that means i feel like if you have to dm someone you weren't that close to to begin with so if you have their number you should just text them you know yeah and even with men too it's like they think that they can i don't know spark up something new when i'm like you literally didn't give me the time of day beforehand now suddenly you want to take me out (laughs) you're like interesting how that works like (laughs) right now in your life like new people that enter your life do you find yourself thinking like oh do they actually want to get to know me or do they want to get to know me because of my following like how has that shifted in your life totally no a hundred percent both guys and girls I'm kind of just like, I am always very skeptical, especially when they want to do something and like they tag me in their story maybe. And like, they are doing it so that I can repost it maybe. You know what I mean? I always think of those things now. Interesting. Wait, so now that's like a red flag for you, huh? So like when they do certain stuff like that, that's like a, hmm, like, I don't know if they're actually trying to get to know you or what are your red flags no especially in in LA too it's like everyone's trying to get known sort of thing especially like Mm -hmm. the aspiring actors or like models or whatever and so I my red flag is if they're trying to like I guess like post about it I like post it they're like oh my god let's take a picture together or something and they're like trying to like tag me too so I can like repost it maybe and that's not I'm not saying this applies to like people I've known and like I've known for a while yeah yeah so um yeah but like new people and I don't think everyone has like bad intentions it's just something I keep note of and like notice you're definitely more hyper aware do you have you ever had someone literally say like oh can you repost this like a new person that you've met hmm. or like no. they start acting weird or something like not straight up no interesting not straight up so you've been in LA for less than a year now huh so you haven't even had a full fucking year in LA yeah um, what has been like a crazy story a crazy LA story for you since you've moved there 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like. We're all like. <laughs> Crazy LA story. I mean, I don't go out much or anything, but I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't really have any that I can, if I say it, it like gives away the person. You know what I mean? Hmm. It'll, it would be too obvious if I said the story, it would like, people would know who it's about. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. On some social media. Really good face. <laughs> <laughs> I think story she's referring to. I'm like, is there a way we can dance around this? <laughs> like, so sorry yeah I just don't want fucking like you never know like a fucking lawsuit or something you're right you're right from, I'm not I'm, they're like they serve her because of private story podcast she's like dead fucking ass <laughs> yeah I, mm-hmm. okay that's fine I mean I guess like I I don't think it's a crazy story, but like when you go out, sometimes you obviously see like other influencers or like oh yeah talkers and stuff. Like I don't think that's a crazy story, but it probably doesn't happen in other cities where you go out and you see people with like millions of followers. Like, yeah, in your face, out. like at the like, same. I'm gonna tell you that is very out. like LA, because like I think like what you said is facts. Like if you go out, I'm in Washington. Like they're they're not like. Kylie Jenner is going to roll up to Washington like (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like people don't understand that like LA culture like it's very common to see like not even just like influencers social media people but literally like celebrities and stuff yeah like you could be in a booth at a club and like the booth next to you or you're even part of their booth like they invite you in and they're like someone who's like extremely well known yeah that's, oh. that's what I remember hearing, like, with uh, my old roommate from college who, like, lived in LA, and she would always tell me about, like, how sh- she shared the same promoter with, like, David Dobrik, and I just thought that was so funny, and, like, just something you don't experience in Sacramento mm-hmm. or San Francisco, <laughs> like, for them, it's, like, and it's, it's funny because, like, how has your experience been when you see someone, like, famous or well-known, like, because you don't want to act like a fan, right? Like, you just kind of, what do you do? You just smile and like, I don't do anything. <laughs> I'm just you like, like mind your business. I mind my business. Yeah. Cause who is, who's your celebrity fucking crush? And like, you would die if you saw them in person. Oh, I don't have a celebrity crush though. Really? I really don't. Like I'm at this point where I don't know, I'm not going to like obsess over someone who doesn't even know I exist, you know? She's grown. <laughs> she <laughs> She's like, I'm not in my teen girl era anymore. Where we, me and Ari used to literally be obsessed with One Direction. Like, yeah. Just Why do I remember that? <laughs> fun fact, like me and Ari would dead ass enter like radio con- contests to go to a One Direction concert. Yeah. There was one That's concert. so fun though. Did you guys win? No. No. never never Never. what was that one contest Ari that we had to like actually do research on like it was like oh my god it was like all hands on I think I spent a week in your house like I think I literally camped in your house because we were we had to like listen at specific times and get the clue in order to like crack a code wait why is this I thought you just FBI shit for that what, what kind of radio i thought you just call and you have to be like the hundredth caller we entered every single type of contest you could think of like there was one that was like a literally like we had to figure out a clue and then had to call in and like say the say the answer of the entire puzzle and the puzzle was like a week long puzzle because yep, <laughs> they were trying to figure out who their like number one fan was and so, like, only the number one fan would know, like, all the details. No, we, so. were, we were crazy. Honestly, I think it shaped our FBI skills nowadays. <laughs> Honestly. Facts. Facts. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, like, I don't fangirl over really anyone, anyone like that. Because once you, I because I have gotten to the point where I've gotten to know, like, 
a couple people who I guess like the the general like population sees them as like one specific character on social media and it's like once you really get to know the person they're like any other person and there's literally no reason to like obsess over the person like they're Mm -hmm. like everyone else like everyone else that's so funny can't relate though (laughs) (laughs) so have you gotten recognized at this point like have you have you ever been stopped for like a photo (laughs) no Oh my god, we should do that. I would come to LA and be like, oh my god, Ari? Are you absolutely <laughs> not? Um, I mean, like, I've been recognized at my old gym before. They were like, oh, I've been following you. I didn't know, like, which is bull. Like, they were like, oh, I didn't know you go to this gym. Like, I'm posting the gym, like, all yeah. the time. You're like, I know you keep tabs on me. Yeah. There was that moment, and then one time I, like, went to this, like, one bar place, and, like, the bouncer was, like, oh, you don't need to show me your ID, and I was, like, why? He's, like, I know you, like, shut up. And I was, like, what's my name then? They're, like, Ariana, like, you're Ari. Wait, that's (laughs) That's kind of lit. (laughs) That's kind of lit. (laughs) And sometimes, honestly, like, sometimes when I... I don't know if I'm, I'm probably just like so in my head mm-hmm. that sometimes I'm like, if someone's looking at me for too long, I'm like, fuck, I really, I hope that they don't like follow me on Instagram because I don't oh, know. I think that's so awkward <laughs> and like gross to me. I don't know why. Cause I'm just like, uh, I don't know. You, that's so funny. Have you ever like thought about starting like a separate social media account just to like not uh, be like a friends and family account or something yeah no yeah I have been thinking about it just to post whatever I want whenever I want type of thing and whoever wants to follow it go ahead yeah I think that'd be really interesting but kind of sucks that like this social media like account like you've had since like high school like you have like high school did you ever archive your old photos or it's all still there for everyone to see most of them are still there yeah oh my god so random but like I think about this all the time about like if I were to ever like gain a following I'm like scared of like what's gonna be dug up on me like have you had that of like what the fuck is out there um yeah sometimes I go on my twitter and you know how you can search like keywords Mm -hmm. sometimes I like search keywords I'm like I don't know what the fuck I was like tweeting in like 2014 so all the time it's good to know and go and delete and some. also 2014 was a different time so like <laughs> a lot, that was back in the day like back in the day you get offended by anything yeah. and everything so well, that's also another reason why like I want my twitter to be kind of like my own thing I don't like post about it or anything are like you that. private on there or no no but it's not my full name which if I could go back in time and change my Instagram to not be my full name, I would totally do that. That's, oh my God, that was some one thing I was thinking about. Is like, is it kind of shitty that like, you didn't get to like rebrand your, like you didn't get to pick like who you are as a social media person. Like it's kind of like, they know your entire fucking name. Like people in fucking Iraq yeah. find you kind of thing. No, yeah. Cause if you, you can like Google search my full name and it'll, it, which it, it just freaks me out for like the future of like my actual like professional career and stuff like that. That's what freaks me out about it. But at the same time, when I started gaining my following, I didn't change my username to like, you know, usually it's like Ari, it would have been like Ari Torzani fit or something like yeah, fitness or whatever. I didn't do that because like, I didn't want it to be just like a fitness thing. I don't see myself as like a fitness influencer mm-hmm. at all. Like it's just like my personal life, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you ever- Great get- question. So when yeah. you go, when you do your fitness influencing, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you're like, when you're at the gym and you're like taking your, um, exposing your life at the gym. Do Does anyone ever come up and like try and, give you tips or something like when you're like in the middle of 
recording or something? Has anyone tried to talk to you? Or like, how has that experience been? I mean, I don't really record my stuff anymore, like at all. But even when I'm not recording, like people at my new gym, they don't like come up to me because usually I, I keep the worst like resting bitch face on my face at all times because I don't want to be approached. I'm like, this is my time to zone in and yeah, do my thing and not be bothered. But at my old gym in Glendale, uh, the only times that they would try to like talk to me about either like correcting my form or whatever. Um, the last time was like these like two guys who were like, oh, like keep your chest up when like you're doing like some back stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they went into being like, oh, uh, um, do you like, what do you do and stuff like that? And I was like, oh, I do like social media and like some, and I'm in grad school. And then they're like, oh, well, if you ever need to make some extra money, like we know this one very well-known like playboy type of guy like a he's pimp? very like <laughs> middle age he kind of babe that sounds like a pin how to say it <laughs> without dropping his name but like he's very well known of like having a bunch of girls on his private jet and basically being the new like what's that yeah, I was just going to ask Hefner. if it's Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner or whatever. He's like the new Hugh Hefner or whatever. And no, I know. <laughs> and so it was like, oh, well, like we can like connect you with him and you can be like one of the girls or whatever. And if you're like trying to make extra money and I was like, um, for one, <laughs> I don't trust anyone in LA. If they th- say they know someone, I don't believe them until they show me proof. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, that was like a weird experience. The only time they try to like correct me is if they're trying to like talk to me about something else, basically long story short. (laughs) That's honestly so annoying. I'd be like, who do you you know him? Really? Pull it up. Pull it up. He actually did did, though. He actually pulled up the Instagram of the guy. He knows who knows the guy. Uh And it was like, very graphic like girls twerking in water type shit (laughs) I was like thanks I'll let you know if I become interested but like Like, for now (laughs) so wait that's actually a really good segment into like Ari like obviously me and you are like Persian we come from a very like traditional background our parents immigrated here from Iran we both still have a lot of family members in Iran how has been like your experience with that? Like knowing that like someone in Iran can find your stuff and like, how do you feel about that? And do you even give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Um, well, I blocked everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am <laughs> because I just don't really want to put in the energy of having them understand. It's like, even with my parents, they don't understand what is going on in social media and like the ways to make money off of it. Yeah. So with my relatives, it's something I still struggle with every day, honestly, because every time I post something somewhat scandalous, but yeah, I don't know. Other people say you don't even post anything bad, but, um, it's still always in the back of my mind of like what if someone like finds it and they look at me differently because I I I can't keep track of who follows me at this point like I don't know if I know the person or not yeah when you're public yeah also question are there not like so there's influencers in Iran too right and but they're not necessarily doing the same thing it's different what do you mean like, so when I think of like influencers here, like it's pretty open, like you can pretty much post everything, but influencers there, is it like more like, um, I'm forgetting the word, um, like censored? 
in Iran. Yeah. I mean, or they can, they can look you up. Yeah. If they have an Instagram, they can look up what you're posting and stuff. They can find your account. And then what would happen? Like, is it just what they just not get it and roast you? It's just a reputation thing. Yeah. It's like very looked down upon. You should not be posting your body at all, period, type of thing. So no matter kind of like what you're wearing, I think, I think to them, it's like weird if you even take a picture in the mirror, you know what I mean? It's like, why are you? Yeah. Or like, like a semi-scandalous outfit, like, or like your straps are showing or something crazy like that. Like, I remember when I, wait, that's, I didn't know that. So even though you guys aren't there, like you, you're not living there, you're not there at all. Like when I, (laughs) no, no, you can't. Like, it's really like when I started, when I was dating my ex, like my parents literally were like, don't post him. And if you do block your family, we don't, they can't know you have a boyfriend because at the end of the day, it's like, it's so weird to them. And like, they know we live, we like were born and raised here. We have a completely different culture, but like, there's still a reputation our parents are holding up in Iran, which is really odd. And they're trying to maintain it. Yes. Yeah. And same thing with me when I was with my ex, they were like, don't post with him because like then other people are going to any wrong see and it was more of also like they'll give you the evil eye if you're yes. like in a happy relationship or something or it exactly. looks like you are yeah exactly oh. exactly. exactly yeah uh, Persian traditions are very odd just like the, yeah literally like, that's so like it's just very evil eye-ish very toxic okay. Yeah, it's something I I really think about it every single day of yeah. like I feel like we're I get the whole reputation thing, but where I'm at is it's not a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong at all yeah. and I work really fucking hard for my body and so mm-hmm. I will post whatever I want whenever yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah. And you will get blocked if you don't like it. Yeah. I think like it's- you don't like it, you can catch a block. You get a block. You get a block. <laughs> you get a block. You get a block. No, Literally. I, I think Ari, like it's gonna be up to our generation, like me, you, and the Persian girls to like completely reshape our traditions. Like I think our kids are gonna learn from us. Like the fact that I still think like our parents like are a little evil eye-ish, like not directly, but like I think their culture is still like kind of toxic they all kind of shit talk about each other but like we're I feel like it's our group that has to change it like our age our kids are going to be different like that's what I think about mm-hmm. all the time. like I wouldn't want my kids to like be scared of like confiding in me kind of thing and like totally you know what I mean it's just yeah yeah because I don't share anything about what I do yeah like it was almost until recently that yeah. my family kind of knows about it yeah what's also hard because I feel like you guys or I guess everyone on our age group has like this huge generational gap that like our parents didn't necessarily had social media and if they did it wasn't like to the capacity it is now like social media is just like it's like a part of our lives now like we grew up with it and then like obviously they did it so they don't know or they're not going to go through the things we the same things we go through because it's just different and obviously staying in contact being like seeing everyone all the time they didn't have that so it's just you know different different effort different vibe it is Um, changing but you know um you know away from the fucking generational shit and like the toxicity that we have come from um, the childhood the childhood traumas are coming out sorry let's (laughs) (laughs) Trigger. <laughs> so we're all like trigger. We're all like looking down, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. I feel like we should start wrapping up, but like there are so many questions I have for you. Like I shit you not. I, like there's things that are coming into my mind. <laughs> like, first and foremost, I let's talk about dating at the end of the day. Let's talk about it. So okay. you were in a relationship, and since then obviously you guys are not together anymore and you have moved to LA how has been dating in your new life in LA been and are you on any dating apps or have you tested that out like what give us the tea Mm. I'm not on any dating apps that could change 
potentially, but I've been meeting people pretty organically. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of at like a pause for dating right now, just cause I don't think it's not where I want my focus to be as of right now, mm-hmm. but, um, they're, you know, side, side people <laughs> that I knew before all of this. I, oh, that's it, that's, at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm like giving my time and energy to people who like I knew. Years. Do you have like an ideal, a deal, an ideal man's you want like Ooh. your future man's to be like same as you like you guys are like a gym gym couple or do you want your future man to like be his own like not necessarily be a gym like person or like I think I think I want him to be his own person is it a like if they're a gym guy um I mean I don't want to sound like I don't know stuck up or something I don't know what the word would be but like I would expect them to lead a similar lifestyle that I do. And just cause it's like kind of hard to date someone who like, doesn't understand why I like to do what I do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I still want him to have his own stuff going on. And I don't date anyone that I meet at the gym. Like that's, I just, that's a hard line. I'm not why? going to go to the same gym as you. Just because, like I said before, it's like, it's my time to not think and do my own thing. And I, it's very tricky if you date someone who goes to your gym and it doesn't work out and then you have to see them every day. Like, I'm not trying to deal with that. Yeah. That's like your safe place. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think it's really incredible that you don't like it's not a priority to you right now. And I think the more you focus on yourself, the more everything will fall into place. And hopefully like that person will just come into your life when you least expect it. But yeah, just try to go through it. I'm like, y'all hear that? That's listening? Yeah. (laughs) He's not looking to date yet. (laughs) I mean, you can do your shot for sure. But um, if someone wanted to shoot, I don't know, I'm going with the flow for now. Yeah, how how would if I was going to shoot my shot, how yes. would I do that? <laughs> if they want to shoot their shot at Miss Ariana Torzani, what is the best way to go about it? Oh my god, I get this question like in my asks, like when I do like the ask me a question stuff like on Instagram, and I never know how to answer it because. I think it just depends on like how you're like leading your life almost. Like if I like, I like what I see and I can kind of tell like you have a very, like you're on top of your shit Mm -hmm. and you don't need someone, but like you want someone type of thing, you know, that type of difference. Then I'll be like, oh, if I, obviously attraction is like the first thing, then I'll, see where it goes I'll answer your dm or whatever and that's cute it always starts with attraction I'm sorry it's it true though like, let's be let's be fucking for real like actually it does <laughs> wait do you have any like so you know like guys will do like those stupid like dm things and it's like a basketball like <laughs> they do like the dm jokes but sliding in and like mm. the example of one I saw on twitter recently where like someone sent a girl a basketball and was like hey sorry like I left this here can I come get it Oh the basketball God. emoji <laughs> I actually like in my dms there are really clever ones Ooh, <laughs> no I I want to I really want to find some I mean we do have to give these guys props because like creativity is <laughs> like when I don't want to make this morbid or fucked up but like when the queen died like someone was like hey I heard the queen died and I I don't know I thought it was you or something like hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh so where I, I I was in that moment I was like okay like this got my attention okay for sure but also when it was like 
October 10th, I got like some DMs of like, hey, are you today's date? Because it's like you're a 10 out of 10 or something. Oh, that's cool. They <laughs> waited for that one. They were waiting for that. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. You're like giggling looking at all the DMs. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's really, that's really fun. Honestly, I would like probably sit there and like go through them and like <laughs> myself. And they're not all positive though. Like that's the thing. Sometimes I go through my DMs and sometimes I don't just because like there are some people who like to be like is that all you do is like go to the gym like blah blah, blah. Like have you ever clapped back or you're like you're not out of space in your life where you want to do that no honestly because once i accept their message to reply they'll be in my like general dm category oh. so i'm just not trying to deal with that so, I was gonna say okay. like we didn't even touch on haters like do you have hate like how is your hate life like do you engage do you just kind of like how do you tune it out mm. it's hard because like for example I had no problem with my nose before shut <laughs> up don't tell me people are coming <laughs> But like I got this one, one person, one person DM'd me of like, you should get a nose job. And obviously it's hard when you're living in LA and like everyone has gotten something done. All I've gotten done is like Botox. So it's like, it's hard when someone like says that. And I, and now all I see is like, if my nose looks big. In Shut up yeah dude that's, that's so sad that's crazy especially also like in our culture you're like that is like the number yeah of surgery people get totally um, i'm telling you right now you don't need a nose job <laughs> like, don't do it because like your nose is already really petite i feel like and like if you get a nose job you'll look like michael jackson so just don't i probably would <laughs> i probably would but damn that's like crazy that's dude even the other day someone's like you should stop growing your butt because it's getting a little too big. Now it's like starting to look too big. You're like, oh. but then, then two weeks before that, someone's like, what happened to your butt? It's like getting smaller. <laughs> so there's like, there's no winning at all. And that's when I, I'm like taking a step back from it of like, okay, I don't want this to, I don't want to regularly post to, be affected by all that oh wow wow (laughs) well you've done a good job of like handling it but still like yeah I feel like that's the part that I just like couldn't mentally handle do you remember like your first your first like hater and your first like fan were you like geeked out or like how was that um I don't really remember like the first no either one I don't remember like the first because it kind of just like suddenly happened yeah so (laughs) I hope I answered your guys' questions I feel like I rambled a shit no not at all you honestly like I could probably keep going with this interview but I would feel (laughs) if like three hours it's just your life is so juicy that I'm just like like we're just like, I'm like I have more questions I have so many more questions but like dead ass we can't have people listen wait to actually me. I have one last question and I think oh. sorry <laughs> how how has it been like with like so when you start doing social media you get like packages and like people send you stuff either like fans or like um companies or whatever how has that been and then also does it just show up to your house like how do you, how does that work like do, do they have your address like on deck like I love well for brands they usually dm me directly on instagram and then i choose which ones i would be like interested in and what their intentions are of sending me stuff because some most brands they like will send things with an expectation of you posting they're not i feel like nowadays it's not i mean unless you're at a certain i don't know caliber of followers and stuff Cause I'm not on YouTube or anything like that either. It's just like mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok. So they, um, I, I make it clear what their expectations are. And most of the time it's like 
gifting to post and I don't do that anymore and I'm not going to like work with a company that for one I won't use and I don't like so but yeah they directly reach out to me I have never directly reached out to any brand before ever so yeah I because I don't know I just like I said I don't know where I want to go with like social media and stuff it's it's for fun type yeah. of thing for me now sorry I'm so, so sorry but I have bro I'm sorry I have a whole do you think so like obviously you're really passionate about like fitness and stuff outside of social media do you think you would ever maybe expand I don't know not necessarily like personal training but like opening up your own gym or something like where do you see yourself in maybe like five years I don't know honestly I've thought about that and I always before all of this happened I was like it'd be so cool to have my own gym or like have a clothing line or something but at this point right now I don't see it happening of like me wanting to do that but I don't know it seems it's very saturated and at this point I don't know how I would make it different but with fitness things I've thought about doing like a workout plan or something like some people do that of like creating a workout plan and selling it that'd be fun I want to follow it (laughs) I feel like a lot no that stuff actually like a lot of people do buy into those just because they need something to tell them like a routine built out for them so yeah uh, you never know maybe yeah future I'm trying to okay this is like the last like question-ish <laughs> I'm like last, last question. well I guess that, with that one covered like future like what you I guess yeah let's maybe wrap I really want to talk about Gymshark babe like let's talk about that like your biggest <laughs> brand deal to now is Gymshark like that's enormous first of all hats off to you and then um how did that come like you never reached out huh like they reached out to you no yeah they reached out to me and then it was for a collab and then I might collab with them again soon but I don't know yet what is what does collab mean does that mean like you guys are working together yeah, it's like a one-time thing. Like with um, Gymshark, though, I like get my own link. And so I am affiliated with them. Okay. So Wait, that's lit. You're like, <laughs> that's so good. So lit. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to decide, you know, I'm being picky. And Was that like a dream moment for you? Like, it was insane. Yeah, especially when they reached out to me about it is when I was like, wow. They found I, me. Like, damn. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> she was digging. She found you, girl. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. just a few minutes left. What are your last, you know, takeaways, your future plans? Mm-hmm. I do just really, I want to see where social media takes me and like live my, I don't want to change anything about it. I just want to be like authentic and go with the flow. Like whoever wants to be on this journey with me and then go ahead. But like, um, I do really want to like focus on my career as a therapist and be more involved with that because it is like truly like a passion of being a therapist and Mm -hmm. I think I'd be really good at it so I think so too oh my gosh I yeah I don't like I'm not in the chasing clout type of era of Mm -hmm. my life right now yeah so I guess to end this potty um ew that sounded so gross like a like a potty. potty like potty oh yeah that's like porta potty, potty. <laughs> anyways 
Um, to end though, I think we should end on where can they find you? Where can they follow your journey so that like, you know, if they want to keep up with the Ariana Torzani's, <laughs> can they find you? Ariana Torzani, Instagram, TikTok. Those are both my handles. I, also, so. I think it's always like really funny when like hosts ask that. They're like, so where can they find you? Or like on YouTube and it's like at Ariana Torzani. <laughs> <laughs> both yeah R-I-A. and you're like okay <laughs> but also that's such a flex like having it the same because like some people are like okay so my tiktok is like this and then my instagram is this with an underscore 939 right and then my YouTube. <laughs> are you like so happy that you didn't start your handle as like ari is the star or something stupid, oh my like when you were a kid and like had to stick with that dude that'd be horrible but well, i know you could change right Huh? Instagram, you can change it, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for now, it's that. You can find me there. Well, well, Ari, we've had such a blast. And obviously, you know, we could literally keep going. We could actually keep going for another two hours, but I would actually feel so bad for the audience. I know. For listening for a four hour podcast. Um, I think we could go two hours just on the childhood trauma. That was a good. No, (laughs) seriously. But I hope everyone's enjoyed this. Ari, we are so happy that you did this with us. Thank you so much for actually taking the time out of your day. We know you're a busy gal. Thanks for having me. And you guys are just going to have to have me on again. So. I know. We'll do a part two. <laughs> also, Ari, thank you so much for being our first guest. Like, this was the best experience. Like, I'm so glad you came. I'm so conquered. honored. 